Hello everyone, in today's podcast this will be time for, yet again, for our predictions for the week going into the going into the weekend for the game, for the NCAA game and NFL. Starting out with the end, we'll be starting out with the NCAA with its top 25. With number one, we'll be starting out with Clemson. They'll be going up against Charlotte. In this game, I definitely have predicted Clemson to win. I will probably predict they score 49-0 is my prediction for Clemson against Charlotte. I think Trevor Lawrence will definitely have an amazing game. Same thing with number two with Alabama. They're playing Southern Mississippi. I think again. I think Alabama. They're just gonna. They're gonna roll again. I think this will be again another like. I think forty nine to seven. For some reason, I, I think Southern Miss will get one touchdown and that'll be it. And again, I think Tua Tagovailoa will absolutely shine for the Crimson Tide. And here we go. Number three Georgia against number seven Notre Dame. Easily the game of like or would be the game of any week. It, I think this is going to be an absolutely insane game with Jake from and Ian Book going back and forth. And it's just, it's, I think it's just going to be an absolute duel between them. Like I think there's definitely going to be points put up on the board. I see no way that this game is going to be a defensive struggle because both of these teams have offenses that can definitely put points up on the board. So, which is why I definitely think this is one, like, of course, it, and this is going to be the primetime game, like the 8 o'clock primetime, the one that everybody's getting on their couch looking forward to. And this that's definitely going to be one I'm looking forward to also. See, in this game, I think in this game overall, I would pick Georgia to win this game just because I think that they'll, I think they'll have the edge just like by a little bit. But that's, I just say by a little bit just because of the fact of my score prediction with, for this game would be 31-28 Georgia. They would, they would beat the Fighting Irish. And, I mean, as you know, that is not a very big score difference, as I think this game is going to come down. It might honestly, as some, I've heard some people say, this game might come down to the final possession, which I could very much see this game coming down like to the very final possession. The team who wins is the team who gets the ball last. And this That's not saying that this is going to be like an absolute shootout, like 50 like fifty nothing. Or anything, but I, I definitely think that it's going to, it's definitely going to be just a, it's going to be a crazy game. Like, I think it's, I think it's going to depend on, for one thing, what defense can, it, the tur- I think the turnover difference is going to be a ginormous thing in this. Just because the fact of, if you, in these games against top 10 opponents, you have to see, you have to, the extra possessions can always be crucial. If you're like trading back and forth and it's 14 14, then you go up 21 14 because you score again. Then you somehow get that like turnover, like that fumble or that interception, that that turnover that I'm talking about. And then go up 28-14. A two a 14 point difference or even a 10 point a two possession difference is so much difference than like it it, it gives it makes the one it makes the offense on that next possession come out and say, wow, this defense made a play and we just got scored on because of it. And especially makes a big deal if you score right off the play, like it's a it's a scoop and score or a pick six. But just coming out, it also makes, I feel like it's going to be a different mentality for that team coming out whenever they're down two possessions instead of being down one. Which is why I think that, that that's definitely going to be what it's going to come down to. It's going to have to come down to one of these defenses just stepping up to the plate and making a play. Because, and it's not going to be easy. I'll be the first one to say this is just not going to be easy to make a play because these two are, these are two very, very talented teams. And that's why they're ranked in the top ten because I mean they're just very talented. They're very talented across the board, and that I just think that's why I think that this game it's going to be a thirty-one twenty-eight game. But this game might honestly just come down to who has the ball last. 
Moving on from there, we're going to move on to number four, which will be LSU and Vanderbilt. I have LSU win this game. I'm thinking a 35-7 game. I don't know if the LSU Tigers will put up 40, but they'll definitely put up 30. I think that's it for sure against Vandy's and what some people would say lackluster defense. Number six, we have Ohio State. They'll be playing Miami of Ohio. I think this will just be another game for Justin Fields to just absolutely go off. Like he has putting up like five touchdowns sometimes in like the crazier thing about the five touchdowns that he's putting up, honestly, is the fact of three of them are not all that are passing. He's not throwing for all of his touchdowns. I, some people could say, like, I mean, in some cases, I wouldn't be surprised if three of the five, if you would score five against Miami of Ohio, I wouldn't be surprised if three of those five were rushing touchdowns just because of how versatile he is. Which is why I think Ohio State, I think they'll take care of business. I think 56 nothing for the Ohio State Miami of Ohio score. Cause I think that they're just going to absolutely go off. And I think, I think they, they're definitely going to have a, a giant game in this one. Up next, we have number eight Auburn. They'll be playing number 17 Texas A&M. I have Auburn in this game and Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix, he showed, especially in that Oregon game, that he's the real deal. Well, maybe not the real deal, but he's definitely a good quarterback. Some people would be like, hey, do you think put, calling Bo Nix the real deal after he wins one big game is like an overstatement? It might be a little bit of an overstatement, but it, there's also the fact of just he's like he's a good he's a good primetime player, and I really I really think that he can I think will definitely show up to the plate against Texas A&M. Who their 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 defense is good, but I mean as you can see they have they definitely have some holes which were very much exploited. But whenever they had to whenever they played number one Clemson back whenever they were number ranked twelfth in the nation. Up next is number nine, Florida against Tennessee. Florida is a team that, like, literally, no, I don't know, unless you live in Florida, in my opinion, you don't probably don't agree with them being up this high, or unless you go to Florida or live in Florida. But, and then Tennessee is just a side of just struggle after losing George to Georgia State, paying, after them here, after everybody saying they're paying them all this, like, $900,000 to come and play them, and then you lose. Because you just bring them in so you can win a game by 40 to, to get everybody in. Then you lose to a team that, uh, like Georgia State, definitely not a Power 5 conference. Or in, in some in some cases, not even close to that. So I think Tennessee, I know that didn't happen last week, but I feel like ever since that, it's just, they've just had a, it's always felt like a, bound, a road back for Tennessee just after taking a loss like that. Because that's, that was a hard loss to recover from anyway whenever you lose to a team of like that status and you're trying to say that you're a contender for the SEC title this year or at least part of it and then you're losing to teams like Georgia State. I think that definitely hurts your confidence. But I think Tennessee will bounce back. Florida was given a good game last week by Kentucky. So and I think I don't doubt that Tennessee won't do the same. I think I think it will definitely I think the Gators will definitely win it, but I'm 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 saying a 31-17 win for the Florida Gators in this one against Tennessee. It's the Volunteers. Number 10, we have the Utah Utes. They'll be playing the USC Trojans. I Utah, like I, I like their team. I think they're a really good team. Do I think again, do I think that they should be ranked 10th in the nation? Absolutely not. Like I I think they're good. Or may, maybe I could be wrong. I I would admit I haven't watched every single one of their games, but I mean I've watched one or two, but I haven't watched like I haven't watched them like all the way through. So maybe there are parts that I'm missing. But I mean, and then some people disagree with me and say they should be higher. If we were if Utah was on the East Coast, if they were if Utah was uh, was out of New York, 
we'd be a top five school right now. Which I mean, I did talk about in my last podcast. If you did, if you missed that one, make sure to listen to that. Go back and listen to that one down below after you've listened to this one. But I feel like I think Utah is a good team. Do I know? Do I think that they're exactly top ten? I don't know if they've exactly shown that yet, or if they will. But I, I, I definitely, I'm not going to disagree. I think they're a good team. But do I think they're top ten? No, I do think they'll get the win here. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting for a win here would probably be. Utah, Utah probably twenty one, USC fourteen. Even after the twenty ACL by JC Dan, JT Daniels for USC, I think they're still a pretty good team. Like they're not awful. Yeah, they're not as good as they were with him, but they're also not like a laughing stock. Like I think they're still a pretty good team. Let's just reiterate: I have Auburn against Texas A and M. I have Auburn winning that one. This was the other close game this week, which will be twenty one seventeen Auburn. Number 11, which will be the my big upset pick, in my opinion, for this week, will be number 11, Michigan, against number 15, Wisconsin. I have Wisconsin winning this one. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big game. I think Michigan, it showed a lot of people whenever Michigan was put to, pushed to their limits by an Army team. Yeah, it is that Michigan turned the ball over four times, and they might not do that in their next like five games combined. But, you know, it still happened, and they still got pushed to their limits. And I, I've watched a couple of Wisconsin games. I think that they could definitely be the real deal. I think they're a, definitely a really good team. I have Wisconsin winning this one 24-17. Another one coming down close to the end. Next up, I have number 12, Texas, against Oklahoma State. I have no doubt Texas and Sam Ellinger will have, a, will have a, a good game like they usually do. So in this one, I have Texas winning this one 28-10. Now moving on to number 13, Penn State. They'll be playing Maryland this week. I, I Penn State's another team that I'm like, I think they're good, but I don't know if they've completely proven themselves yet, and I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. I don't know if they've exactly proven themselves yet. But, and then maybe some people would say they would. I feel like sometimes if it has a team proven themselves, it's just up to whoever you're asking. But in my opinion, I think that they haven't, just at this point, not to say they won't, but I just don't think they haven't at this point in the season. So I I but I still deal with Penn State beating Maryland a tw- a Maryland team that I think is pretty good but it's definitely not like a top beating a top fifteen team good so I have Penn State winning this one twenty eight to seven next week number fifteen UCF they'll be playing the Pitt Panthers again UCF another team like I think they're good but have they exactly shown that they deserve to be a top fifteen team maybe but I think there's also a lot of people that would say absolutely not. I feel like this early in the season, a lot of teams haven't shown exactly where they're supposed to be. Because in some cases, like Penn State, they haven't played like their big rivals. Yeah, like they haven't played the game against Ohio State. That's going to show them what they really got. Like it's just, there are a lot of these teams like Texas. They're going to be shown, as I talked about earlier, number 12. They're going to be shown what they can really do whenever they play Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry, which will, which will no doubt be a great game, which it is every single year. But I just feel like, Especially UCF. I don't know if they've exactly proven themselves yet, but I think I think they're still a good team. I have them beating Pitt. Probably 28-10 is my final for them. Number 16, we have Oregon against Stanford. Stanford's just been kind of lackluster. I've watched a couple other games this year. I feel like they've been a little lackluster this year. Oregon, like, I mean, I think Oregon's a good team. I think... I think that they that was a so heartbreaking loss for them to not get their week one. You play a top team and you lose like that to a freshman quarterback and Bo Nix to Auburn, 
who he's quarterbacking. Who I talked about Bo earlier in this podcast. But I feel like Oregon's definitely going to get the job done against a Stanford team that I think has been lackluster to some people's standards so far this season. I've been winning this game 21-0. I'm next with number 19, Washington State. They'll be playing UCLA. I think Washington State and Luke Falk, I think they'll, they'll, they'll have no problem with this one. But And I, I think this will definitely be a win for them. I have a 21-3 final, Washington State over UCLA. Up next, we have number 20. Now finishing out, we have number 20, Boise State against Air Force. I have Boise State definitely beating Air Force. Boise State, I feel like is a, is, they're a good team. I mean, after their whatever Florida State, you saw that they're definitely not an awful team. So, but I mean, again, coveted. Some people will say, yeah, Florida State is having an off year. Look at who they've already lost to. Look who pushed them to their limits. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I watched that game. I think Boise State is looking like a pretty good team. Maybe not a top 10 team, but I think top 20 is definitely, definitely good for where I think they should be this season. I have them winning this game 24 to 10 over Air Force. Up next, now finishing out with, with the last couple, we'll have number 21, Virginia. They'll be playing Old Dominion. Virginia is one of our new teams in the top 25, and they just keep moving up as much as they're winning. I mean, they're moving up as much as they're winning, but, I mean, how long will they be doing that for? I don't know. Whenever they start playing the likes of UNC, who's a really good unranked team, then, of course, Clemson. Of course, Clemson, like, which will be lost to anybody in the ACC most likely, unless someone pulls off a major upset. It's kind of a question of who's going to challenge them for, or will there be a challenge to Clemson for that crown in the ACC this year? But I have Virginia winning this game 28-7 to over Old Dominion. Old Dominion pushed Virginia Tech to their limits. Old Dominion is good to pull off an upset once in a while, but I don't think it will happen in this game. Number 22, we have Washington against BYU. I think Washington, they've fallen after that, after that loss to Cal, who is now one of the A-team in our top 25 now. Funny enough, they are at 23. I think that Washington's definitely going to take care of BYU. I have this game going 24-7 to in favor of the Huskies. Speaking of Cal, they'll be coming up in our number 23 spot. They'll be playing Ole Miss. When I think, and I just, I think Cal would definitely take care of business. Ole Miss, again, they're another team that I feel like they're a little bit underwhelming this year. As they're usually good, but I just don't think they're, they've gone up to the standards of what people thought they would up to this point. They, again, there are a lot of these teams that I say that about, but they can definitely turn it around. But to this, I'm talking about to this point, they've not exactly shown amazing like success so far. So I def, I have Cal winning this one 28-14. Number 24, I have Arizona State and Colorado. I definitely have Arizona State winning this one because I think the Sun Devils are a very good team. I may, I don't know if I'm, when I say very good, I don't know if I mean top 15, but I definitely mean top 25. As they come in at the 24 spot this week, I've been beating Colorado 21 to 10 this week. Then to finish it out, last but not least, I have TCU. They're a newcomer into the top 25. They're playing SMU, and I, and to finish it out, I have TCU. I think they'll be SMU in a, in a pretty, in a somewhat high scoring game, 31 to 20. I think this will be a higher scoring game than not. And I'll wrap up the NCAA picks for this week. The Dolphins have officially said that they will start Josh Rosen over Ryan Fitzpatrick week three, which I think is interesting as my against Dallas. I think Miami, well, Miami has had an awful season so far, getting blown up 59 to 10 and then 43 nothing. Like a, a, a lot of people wonder how much worse can it get for them. 
But I feel like it's just a fact of they're just trying to try something new in that case. Same thing with the Giants. They're also not having the most success winning at this point. And their week three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they'll be starting Daniel Jones, a quarterback. They're t- one of their top, their top draft pick. One of their t- the top ten pick that they took last year out of the University of Duke. They'll be starting him as they will be sitting down Eli Manning at this point. Now looking at our picks, our the first pick will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll be playing the San Francisco 49ers. I'm the Steelers in a bounce back game, especially just because I feel like even after Big Ben's injury, which I talked about in my last podcast, uh, he will be out for the season with an elbow injury. We'll have to have surgery on it. I I I. I don't, I don't know why. I, I'm a big fan of the Steelers, and I, I have faith in Mason Rudolph. I think he's a good – I think he's really good. If we get James Conner back and we get um, Sean Davis back on defense with the addition of Minka Fitzpatrick, as we just got him from the Miami Dolphins, I think that this could still – this team could still definitely win some games. I have the Steelers beating the 49ers probably 28-21 is my prediction. Up next would be the Cincinnati Bengals against the Buffalo Bills. I have the Bills winning this one. The Bengals have been an okay team, but they've definitely not impressed anybody. So I have, I definitely, I have the Bills winning this one 21-10. Up next, talk about Miami. I have them playing against Dallas. I think it's a no-brainer. Dallas is a pretty good team. And Dak Prescott has been having like two of the best games of his career the first two weeks of this season. Which I don't know who, uh, if a lot of people expected that, but I mean, He's been playing very well, him and Ezekiel Elliott, after he got the whole contract figured out. But I definitely think Dallas will have a bounce back game. I have Dallas winning. I think Miami will put up some points, but I think it will be a 28-14 win for the Dallas Cowboys. Coming up next will be the Green Bay Packers and Denver Broncos. I think the Green Bay Packers, they've had their struggles with Aaron Rodgers, but I definitely think there's there's definitely a good chance that they bounce back, without question. I think they win this game 21-17. I think this game's close enough, but I think Green Bay pulls out in the end. Up next, talk about another backup. It's Indianapolis. They'll be playing the Atlanta Falcons this week with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I actually have the Indianapolis Colts. I think Jacoby Brissett could have a pretty good game here against Atlanta secondary that some people would say is kind of questionable at this point. But at looking at them through the first two games, but I feel like it's just... I think I think this could be a, a maybe might there's a definitely a chance of being a show out game for Brissett. I'm just, I'm getting a feeling against this Atlanta team that they're good but they're not great. Um, next we have one of the better games going that will be happening this Sunday, which will be the Kansas City Chiefs and Baltimore Ravens. I have the Chiefs winning this one. The Ravens defense I think will stop them. Patrick Mahomes I don't think is going to throw for like six touchdowns. It feels like well, that is averaging. He's not averaging six, but it feels like it. But I definitely do still think that they're taking this game. I think this is going to be a 31-24 game, which is going to probably might come down to Mahomes having to make a game-winning touchdown drive, honestly. But I think they will win this one 31-27 in a, in a really, really tight game. Probably the, probably the tightest, and in my opinion, most likely my guess for what would be the, what would be the best and like most anticipated game of this week. Up next, we have Minnesota Vikings and the Oakland Raiders. I definitely, Minnesota is definitely going to take care of this one. I think Minnesota kind of needs a bounce back game, but I, I, but and I definitely think this could be the game for them against a, a struggling Oakland team, as it feels like they've been struggling ever since AB went to New England. Up next, speaking of New England, we will be talking about the Patriots, as they'll be playing the New York Jets in Week Three. The Patriots are just an, they're just absolutely just clobbering people. It feels like at this point. 
just because it's like they have, they have way too many. It feels like, in some people say, it feels like they're kind of playing like an all-star team because of how many options they have, especially on offense. You have, arguably, well, in my opinion, the best quarterback to ever play the game in Tom Brady. You have a very good running game in Rex Burkhead and James White. And then you just have just a plethora, is the word I would use for them, just a bunch of, of just very, very high-talented receivers. Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, you there are just many more than just those two. But I, I, I have the Patriots winning this one 35 nothing. honestly. I think the Patriots, I don't know, I highly doubt the Jets will put up points against them, especially without Sam Darnold. Up next will be Philadelphia and the Detroit Lions. The Philadelphia Eagles, I think they win this one. Again, I think Detroit, they're still struggling a little bit. I think Philadelphia, I don't know if they're struggling, but even without Deshaun Jackson, I think they can still get the job done as he went out yeah, with an injury for this game and most likely for, for uh, the next couple of weeks at least. Up next after this is the Carolina Panthers against the Arizona Cardinals. Carolina had an interesting dilemma because a lot of people thought after the injury, ankle injury to Cam Newton that Will Greer become the starting quarterback for them in this week. But it will not be. It will be Kyle Allen will be taking the starting role for the Carolina Panthers against the Cardinals. I think this will be a good game, honestly, but I think the Arizona Cardinals might win this one. I think Kyler Murray, with the game that they were to put up against the Ravens in that secondary, I think there's no, there's, they're definitely going to be able to put up a, like a, a very good amount of points on the Carolina Panthers. Just to say, I have the Philadelphia Detroit score being 21 10 in favor of Philadelphia. And then I have Arizona beating Carolina 28-24. I think this could be definitely a close game, but I think Arizona pulls it out in the end. Up next, I have the Giants against Tampa Bay. I think the Giants and Saquon and now Daniel Jones, as I said earlier, would definitely have a bounce-back game without question. They, they need it like very badly to have a bounce-back game and a, just a very a good team win. And I think that could definitely happen against uh, this Tampa Bay team. They're good, but again, this it's very early in the season. I think Saquon has a big game for them, and I think they win this game 21-14 Giants. Up next, we have Houston against the LA Chargers. Remember, the LA Chargers are still without Melvin Gordon, and most likely will be for week six or seven, which is at least three or four weeks more without him. So, and I said, which is why I definitely think Houston gets the job done with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they don't, they don't exactly have an established running game at this point with the Lamar Miller injury. But I still think Houston takes care of business 24-10. Up next, mention that we'll have New Orleans finishing out to 4 o'clock. And we have New Orleans and Seattle. Nor, I definitely think New Orleans, I think New Orleans will still win this. I think Seattle is a good team, but I don't know. I still think New Orleans, like, yeah, they might have lost Drew Brees, but I think I think they have a back good quarterback at Teddy Bridgewater, who isn't all he isn't like bad. He has receivers that he can definitely get the ball to, and the Seahawks are good, but I don't think they're great. I don't think they're good enough to get past a, a very not what I think is a good, good a very good New Orleans secondary with Marshawn Lattimore and, and many others. And then now looking at our our Sunday night football game as we as we wrap up this episode, we will be looking at the Cleveland Browns and LA Rams. This is one an interesting pick that I made. I think the Cleveland Browns will definitely win this game. I think this will be a bounce back game for the Cleveland Browns. Even after that, even after that big win against the Jets, I think coming back, I think this could definitely be a big win for them. As I I think the final score of this game will be 
probably 35-28. I think this, they're going to have to put up at least 30-40 to 40 to beat the Rams, who are also have a very high-powered offense. And then our last prediction will be the Chicago Bears against the Washington Redskins. The Chicago Bears, I think, have a bounce back against the very, very much, and I think a lot of people would say a very much a struggling team of the Redskins. So I think the Bears definitely come back and, and get and get this win 24-14. And with that Monday Night Prediction, this wraps up the 24th edition of the Sports Runoff Podcast. I want to thank you for listening, and I also would like to remind you that if you'd like to another way to listen to the Sports Runoff Podcast, we have now been accepted and we are will be on iTunes and Google Play. So if, if you have either of those, make sure to go check us out there. And make sure to go give us a listen, subscribe, make sure to go give us a listen, comment on what you think. And also remember, comment down below if there's a new story specifically you want me to talk more. Maybe it hasn't made the headlines, but you want me to talk and what you want to hear my opinion on it in the next podcast. Make sure to let me know. But with that said, I want to thank you all for listening to the 24th edition of the Sports Run On Podcast.